Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? I had to, I had to put, I had to do it today. I had to lift God up. I can finally see the break in the day. It's been a crazy couple of days, weeks, months, and I don't know about you or who you are, what you're going through, but sometimes you gotta just praise God and thank Him. Especially when you see a glimmer of hope, a glimmer of what is this all about, a glimmer of what we're here for in the midst of so much sorrow, so many things that's going on. Sometimes you have to have a little praise break, a little, and I just had to start off today, one, by just thanking God for everything and all that he's done in my life and my children's life and people that are connected to me's life. It's up. It's up and it's stuck, y'all, and I declare that for y'all. And whatever that you are after, whatever it is that you are wanting in this life that we have, this short life that we have, I pray that God will bless you with that. I pray you walk in that. I pray you talk that. I pray you breathe, live that. I pray that for you because I know that you, that God is able and I know it is so possible. And yeah, sometimes you just got to... You got to praise him. You got to praise God. You know, even if you don't know the outcome, that's the thing about blind faith. That's the thing about trusting God and and just casting your cares on them. And, and it is so hard to cast your cares because as humans, we just want to fix everything. You know, we live in such a society where it's all about anxiety and stress and this and that. And everybody's medicated and everybody's self-medicating and everybody's you know, got issues and and that's okay because life is not, you know, I always say be gentle with yourself, but sometimes you have to really, you know, you have to know that God is the author and the finisher and it's going to be okay, guys. It's going to be okay. Whatever the outcome is going to be okay. And whatever that is, whatever that door is that closes or opens, you know, that, that it's going to be okay. And you have to, you know, it's, it's a saying all is well, and you have to keep saying that. Um, I remember when I was younger and there was a man that came to our church that had like multiple sclerosis and I was a kid and he kept saying like, cause he couldn't walk anymore and everything. And he kept saying, yay Lord. And he was like, you know, I trust God. And I didn't understand that as a kid, but as an adult, I get it because sometimes like everything could be going wrong that, and you just have to trust God. And I know that's easier said than done. Like I said, it's something I have to struggle with every day, but I know that my God is greater than any obstacle I faced. And I know that it is going to be okay. And I'm saying that to you all is well for you and your house and everything that concerns you. I pray that over your life today. Um, yeah, God is good all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the news will be crazy. I I know it's an interesting segue, but you know, I wanted to get that, that little praise break out and, uh, it's never enough. We got super moons going on. Um, and I'm giving all that power to God. You know, a lot of y'all out worshiping the thing that God created. And I'm telling you, worship the creator instead. It's okay. So, um, it's a lot of news. The biggest was Lizzo. My girl Liz, and I like Lizzo. And I just, you know, I know I like Lizzo. A lot of y'all ain't gonna like a lot of people don't like Lizzo 
Uh, I think that if you are a boss of anybody, that negative press is a part of it. And I think Lizzo got comfortable with a lot of, like, just being around her people. Because I've seen her, like, party, drink with her dancers and hang out. And I just think, I don't know. I think people get caught up. And you have to, when you have that much money, man, I'd be thinking people going to sue me at every turn. But, yeah, Lizzo is in a lawsuit with her dancers, and they're saying that she even ate, allegedly made somebody eat a banana out of somebody's coochie. Uh, it's all kind of things. There's, this thing is saying, according to reports, three of Lizzo's, which her name is Melissa Vivian Jefferson, a former dancer, is suing the singer for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. The lawsuit filed on Tuesday, August 1st, accuses Lizzo of pressuring one of the dancers to touch a naked performer at a club. She also allegedly subjected the dancers to an excruciating audition after leaving leveling false accusations that they were drunk on the job. Unfortunately, there's more. The backup dancers accuse Lizzo, 35, of bringing attention to one of the dancers gaining weight. She allegedly fired the dancer for recording a meeting due to a health condition. The suit filed in Los Angeles Superior Court accuses the head of Lizzo's dance team of proselytes. I don't know. I'm not even gonna mess with that. To other performers and deriding those who had premarital sex while sharing their sex fantasies, focusing on oral sex and sharing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs. In addition to sexual harassment and hostile work environment, the violence bring claims for religious and racial harassment, false imprisonment interference with prospective economic advantage and more lizzo's got some good lawyers um she'll live to see another day i feel like you know everybody goes to these canceling moments and you know i i just i don't know i hate that for her i ain't gonna lie but We'll see what comes of it. You know, everybody has. I remember Ellen DeGeneres had the same situation. So Lizzo's made some money. She's done well in life. So maybe she, I don't know. Everybody should all just go do other jobs, honestly. But, you know, I don't know. They're rich. They'll be okay. Uh, What else is going on? That was like one of the biggest stories today um more on trump being indicted for the trying to overturn the election uh they've arrested like 1100 people due to the january 6th and they said they expect to arrest a thousand more uh the serial killer who this dude look like a serial killer like if y'all seen this dude at the gilgo beach in new york or whatever he had uh he had 2500 pages of documents crime scene photographs autopsy reports and hundreds of hours of video footage taken at his home evidence against him includes surveillance videos and all that but the dude like if you've seen this dude he's not somebody you want to be in a in any alley in any elevator dude looks like he'd choke you out in a heartbeat what else cases of leprosy have increased in Florida and the southeastern United States over the last decade 
interesting. Yeah, Trump was indicted by a federal grand jury for investigating efforts to overturn the 2020 election. You know, you know who's not uh, as bad as Lizzo, who Lizzo's not as bad as Trump. And if Trump can beat the charges, so can Lizzo. I'm just holding out hope for her. I don't know. I think the fame might have went to her head. The fame and the drinking and hanging out. You got, if you're gonna be boss, you gotta be uh you gotta have boundaries. You gotta have boundaries, you gotta have NDAs, you gotta have it all. FBI has found two hundred sex trafficking victims and more than hundred twenty five suspects during a two week child exploitation operation in July. Um, Trump says that the charges are part of an un American witch hunt in a statement from his campaign. Which is not shocking that he said that. Trump got so many indictments. This is not even funny at this point. Uh, even Taco Bell is being sued right now. It overstates the amount of beef. We all know that's not beef at Taco Bell. Let's not kid ourselves. Just as much as we know that's not chicken at none of these fast food places. Especially like McDonald's and Burger King. The wife of the serial killer says that her two children cry themselves to sleep and she has no answers for them when they ask about her husband's arrest. I mean, at least y'all sleep. This man killed a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I still do not understand how wives don't know their husbands are serial killers because I'm a nosy wife. Like, I'm nosy like that. I'm just, I'm always shocked when women have no clue that their husband's like creeping around, killing people. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. So more than 70 years after doctors at Johns Hopkins took Henrietta Lacks cervical cells without her knowledge, a lawyer of her descendants say they have reached a settlement with a biotechnology company they sued in 2021. So hopefully they got a lot of money because they use her cells for for cures to so many things. I mean, that family should definitely be awarded when they did it without her knowledge as well. So good for them Bed Bath & Beyond is now Overstock.com breathing new life into the iconic home goods retailer mm, I don't know I didn't like either one of them and I ordered a few things from Wayfair Wayfair is just okay too like none of those things are nothing worth writing home about um, let's see what else we got going on here Even the stars are quiet today, which is kind of good. I mean, 
where people are mourning the death of uh, Angus Cloud. Yeah. Let's get into Reddit. Men who knowingly have children out in the world but are not involved with them, what happened and how does it feel knowing you have offsprings but no contacts? Girlfriend didn't tell me I had a kid and put them up for adoption. I have no idea how to find the kid. It feels bad and gives me a faint twinge from time to time, but I can't help things that are out of my control. I was kept from seeing my son for 37 years. We met four years ago for the first time. It's been amazing getting to know each other. For me personally, I can imagine like knowing I had a child somewhere that I wasn't taken care of. Or even if I thought I had it, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Like as a mother like for me honestly like my I'm very connected to my children like even though they're in their 20s now like I still like my womb would ache if something happened to them like not even joking I'm just connected to my boys like that and so I'm like when people can just not have no connection to their kids it's weird to me it's very strange to me you know because you know I love my sons and they're adults and like they're so part of me you know they came from me so it's just weird when people can go through life and just be having whole nother lives and they have kids up there it's wild guys who don't mind being asked out by a girl how do you like to be asked if you want to go on a date use the word date not hang out that for whatever reason if you do everything correctly you may still be rejected remember that men hardly if ever have women approach them so don't be too surprised if he's stunned confused or in a state of disbelief give him a moment to process that said in general we would love for somebody to ask us out hi my name is blah 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 i think you're super cute what's your name blah 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 i don't know ladies try it you know shoot your shot at least shoot i this is the plus of women asking men out is that you get to pick the guy it is not like the guy i mean i know like the old school way you would want a guy to like pick you but i don't know if i was out there i think i'd be choosing because you know pick somebody you like not you know you just never know maybe some guy that you're interested in might actually be just waiting and you know I mean it's corny but you never know let's see if someone you aren't dating directly tells you you're attractive substitute hot whatever how does that make you feel it doesn't make me feel like nothing I don't I don't get off on people that don't mean anything to me telling me I'm cute <laughs> I don't I don't care about compliments Let's see. 
for what reasons will you delay responding to a guy if he's pushy um if he sends a penis picture i'm not responding period y'all gotta stop men y'all are still doing that in 2023 and women don't like it it's it's not no woman likes it somebody said for me if i got busy life really does get in the way sometimes but also since you only met six times in person it could also be set in a boundary that i do have a separate life and has other priorities and we haven't made anything official it was if it's not clicking blah 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 yeah i mean this new age dating and online and just it i felt i find it hard to connect with people these days because even like i met tons of people like platonically that i will hang out with and then never see them again it's crazy but this this day and age of society we really have no connection i think it's harder than ever to make physical connections with people is it a must to wash pads tampons after using them uh you should be throwing them away crazy that story that that question is yuck um what is the dumbest thing you've ever heard someone say i got too many to count so let me read these Well, she ever got pregnant before after this? Well, she never got pregnant before after his girlfriend got pregnant and after asking my friend why he didn't use protection. Oh, you thought it worked. Someone in our group lost a flip-flop in a river. We watched it float downstream. Another person in our group said to be patient because it'll eventually do a full loop and come back. That there's no difference between turkey and ham because they both come from birds. I guess pigs really do fly in their world. I dated a girl who thought seahorses were the size of regular horses. She was so disappointed at the aquarium. How long does it take me to grow back on a cow when you shave it off? What's the most interesting revelation you've had about the opposite sex? Uh, men, they, I mean, it's a lot, but I think for me, with men, um, they are, to me, men are more sensitive than women. That's what I find interesting. And I mean, because they, they little feelings will get hurt. Hear me? Let's see. It's all fun and games until you put your favorite bra in the dryer, even accidentally. Nuts move all on their own, like the skin flexes. Yeah, that is funny. How wet she is can totally can be totally unrelated to how horny she is. Interesting. I was 16 and 17 when I found out periods happen over time, not an instant gush of blood that comes out at some random point over a one week period 
I blame adverts for panty lines where they poured all the blue liquor out at once. I mean, some people have, some people are gushers. As a dude, I grew my hair really long and the amount of hair I had to pull out of my butthole while showering was shocking. Crazy that so many long hair ladies had been pulling hair out of their butts most of their lives. Gosh, that's gross. Now I'm going to look at people with long hair really sideways. Their pants don't have the same waist size and leg length. True. Actually, for my job, I prefer to wear male pants. Actually, they're way more comfortable. So, I had to learn the sizing part for men. It was decades ago, but until I lived with a woman, I had no clue how expensive bras were. I honestly thought they were like underpants, maybe $10. Yeah, I don't know why our bras are so expensive. It's some bull. Vaginas are farther down than I expected. I truly thought the hoodies were mine. No, you guys own nothing. My husband already know. If especially if I'm in a rush, whatever I'm grabbing, it could be his. I'm grabbing it. Let's get into these story times though. I'm really pissed off right now. It's raining and everything. Um, so how would y'all feel if y'all baby daddy let his wife, his new wife, put his hands on y'all child? Because I don't know if y'all okay with that, but that's not something I put up with. I don't condone it. And I'm really finna see what they got going on over here because I'm not with all that. Hey. Yeah, um, so... It was brought to my attention by my daughter that you put your hands on her. Okay. Okay, um, why was that? Because that's just something I don't condone. And I told him that I don't want nobody putting their hands on my daughter but me because I'm the mother. So what makes you feel like you could do that? Understood. First off, it was something mutual between me and the father because your daughter was being disrespectful. I, she could, okay, this is my thing. My daughter's not disrespectful. And even if she was disrespectful, I told him to not let nobody no, excuse me, but really not excuse me to put their hands on my daughter. Okay, at the end of the day, your daughter's not disrespectful to you because you're her mother, and I guess the ways that she's learning, you're teaching her. However, baby, baby, what look, I'm look, trying to tell you it gotta be that something that you said to her for her to even feel that it ain't okay. gonna be tolerated. Okay. Child's well, I'm gonna say this. We, we can't talk together. We've oh, seen together, but we can't talk together. together. But what I'm telling you is valid, and I'm Okay, so why you let her put her hands on our daughter? Because you know, what you mean what I'm doing here? I'm checking your wife. Under my authority at the time, she should be listening. Don't okay, I'm not saying 
she should not listen, but let me tell you something. This is my daughter. That's okay. point blank, period. Uh -huh. And if she so comes back to me. coming over here because if she's going to be disrespectful and cross the line. Okay, well, why are you not that? being a daddy and checking her then and making sure that she like respecting you know that her? Doing it. Because you just told me that you weren't here when it happened. So if you're not here when it happened. and tell you that daddy whooped me, because I do. If she's disrespectful in my house, she's going to get She told me that. That's what she told me. I'm not okay. Look, I'm not saying she can't be punished, but she does not have to put her hands on my daughter. Call me and I will handle it, or either teach her to be more respectful because she don't do that with me. So that, that says something. So, so that says something. Obviously, you. Obviously, you. Okay, but if she's disrespecting y'all, then what sense does that make? Exactly, and she doesn't disrespect me. She disrespects y'all. So that says something about y'all's parenting. Baby, look, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not trying to come here with that. Really not. But you need to calm all that down. me personally i don't believe in disciplining other people's kids and i've been with my husband for a while um i mean i put uh, that's my husband's ministry because i got mine too but i'm i would never like put my hands on somebody else's kids because i know what that's like to be a step kid but on the same token the father does especially when you're dealing with ignorant baby mama and i'm not saying that lady was but the father gotta i mean when you're blending families like that you have to be very mindful of your child's behavior like i would also make sure my child is not being disrespectful and you know my boys pretty much understand and know that so me and my husband and my husband same way like he uh is very much like if something is not right he will get on it so long as you are united front in that aspect I personally don't believe in disciplining other people's kids physically. You know, it's one thing to be like telling them, you know, don't do this or don't do something like that. But to put your hands on them, nah, that ain't for me. Why you want that stress? Why you want to inherit them problems? He got, the kids got two parents. Let them do it. I've been saying for a couple of days that Alicia Navarro has been suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. I've been saying for the past couple days on my lives, I've been having lives every day about Lisa Navarro on how I feel that she wants to live a normal life with her kidnapper. I've been saying that I feel like she wanted to come forward and she told her captor, her kidnapper, that she needs her social security so she can work. She needs a license to go to work. She told her captor that she wanted to get off of the missing persons list. And today I find out 
that that was the truth, what I said. Today I find out that she came forward because she wanted to get a license. Alicia Navarro was or is suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. The person that kidnapped her groomed her. The person that kidnapped her needs to go to jail. Now that they have all this information and now that they know where she lives, they should go get that MFR. That MFR. Because it's not okay to groom someone at 15 years old and kidnap them for so many years. Just because she's 18 years old right now and she's in love with her kidnapper, it does not mean that it's okay for them to live together and for it to be okay for them to continue their life. And I kept saying, Alicia needs help. Alicia, we all knew she was on the spectrum. We all knew that Alicia was not very naive and still is very naive. Finding out today that she came forward to live her life with her kidnapper is sad. And I knew this had, I knew it had something to do with it. If you were watching my lives for the past three days, you knew I was saying this. You knew I kept saying, this girl is either being harassed to come forward or she was groomed and she wants to live a normal life with her kidnapper. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, so that's the girl that was missing for like four years and she just turned up out of the blue. And I mean, yeah, I don't think she's going to understand she's been groomed until she either has a child or or something like that. But I know her mother was asking people to kind of let let stop trying to figure out why she's been gone. And I don't know, the mother must be afraid that she's going to lose her again or whatever, but yeah, it's a strange story, but I mean, that's the thing when these people be missing and then they just pop up and there's no explanation. It's so like, I mean, everybody always wants to know, like, where, where were they, you know? And so I don't know. Um, well, I guess, you know, as much as the mother wants privacy, people are still invested in this because they know that he took her, the man took her when she was underage. I think he's like 36 or something. So We'll see if they get some charges. Outside, it's a gorgeous million-dollar mansion. On the inside, police say, a house of horrors. I was stunned because I thought, here I am. And all my knowledge, and didn't even know this was here. Eight women were held captive in this Georgia suburban home, investigators say, in a horrific case of human trafficking. This is the beginning of the 911 call from one of the women inside. It helped them escape. Wait, did you say you're in a house full of girls? Mm-hmm. And somebody threatened to kill you if you leave? Mm-hmm. 
The boss, detectives say, is this man, 33-year-old Kendrick Roberts, who now faces charges of false imprisonment and human trafficking. According to prosecutors, the women met Roberts through a website called Seeking Arrangement. These women were basically lured there with a promise of either financial help or a modeling career or some kind of career advancement. Neighbors can't believe they missed the warning signs. It just goes to show that this kind of thing can be happening anywhere around us, um, even right next door. Yep. Breaking news in the Robert Chambers case. This guy just got released from prison. I got into this case of this preppy cokehead turned murderer right around the time that I got into the Scott Peterson case. So I was surprised to hear that he was just released today. I knew that he was going to be 2023 or 24, but it comes up fast. So let's talk about this case. I'll break it down for you real quick. So he just got released from prison on a drug charge, but he served prison time prior to this for the murder of this girl, Jennifer Levin, which took place in 1986. The two were dating at the time and they had been intimate prior. Like this wasn't some, you know, running at a bar. They had already known each other and already been intimate. But one night in August 1986, they were leaving this bar called Dorian's Red Hand, which was a popular bar with all the preppies in New York City at the time. And they went to Central Park. And I remember hearing that it was because he was trying to find more cocaine or something like that. I have to brush up on all the details. But she was found the next day in Central Park, basically half naked, her legs propped open like like this was like a sexual assault. And his story changed during interrogation because obviously he's the last one to see her. Obviously, he's going to be the main suspect. He had scratches all over his hands and face, consistent with a struggle for survival, matching the cuts that she had on her. So then he changes his story and says that they were having rough sex and that there was an accident, that she accidentally died from rough sex. This was a very sensationalized case. You know, he was a good-looking preppy guy. This was like the New York City preppy nightlife and the rough sex defense, which he made popular. So basically, as part of his defense, they had to make this girl, Jennifer Levin, look like a real sex fiend. You know, just like victim-blaming to the worst degree in that it also incorporates slut-shaming, which, again, is not true. This girl was just like a normal girl. She just really liked him, and her name was dragged through the mud, and everything that her poor parents had to go through. Her mother has done a lot of victim advocacy work, but he only got manslaughter and only had to do 15 years. I think he got 5 to 15 years, but he had to do the maximum sentence because he's a cokehead fiend, psycho, and is getting in trouble with drugs and assault while in prison. So here's the best part. So he gets out of prison in 2003, and then a couple years later, he basically goes right back to prison for dealing drugs in his apartment with his girlfriend. They were basically running a cocaine and heroin ring from his apartment, him and his girlfriend. So I think he gets 19 years for the drug charge, which again is more time that he got for the drug charge than for the murder of this girl for taking her life in Central Park. And he's getting out now on parole after serving 15 years. Again, the same amount of time that he served for the murder. Now, according to what I'm reading, I think he is still with this girl, Sean Cavell, that he was running this drug operation with. Apparently, he's known her since before the preppy murder trial. So, will he be back in prison again? I mean, probably. Yeah. Um, we'll see. They call themselves rehabilitating these people. Now we have a consumer warning from the I-Team about a growing scam costing unsuspecting victims millions of dollars. 
It's carried out using your cell phone number. News 4 consumer reporter Linda Beccaro speaks with the FBI and cybersecurity experts about how this happens and how you can protect yourself. On Long Island, Jacqueline Berman didn't know anything was wrong until she tried to make a call. I see that I'm connected to Wi-Fi, but I don't have service. In Rockland County, Luis Martinez never got the chance. And all of a sudden, my phone just went dead. And within minutes, their bank accounts were cleaned out. So how much were you at? $26,000. How much are we talking about? Uh, 30000 Both were victims of a growing mobile phone hacking scam called SIM card swapping. Um, so cases are definitely increasing. Paul Roberts is assistant special agent in charge in the Complex Financial Crimes Unit for the FBI in New York. These are a lot of organized crime groups, so it's not a single actor. It's a group of people working together to exploit this. The scam involving control of the SIM card we all have in our phones is shockingly simple. A scammer imitating you asks your current phone carrier to switch your number to another company through your subscriber identity module or SIM. That SIM is then virtually connected to the thieves device, and now they have access to everything on your phone. One of the first things they do is they go after your email. Once they can get into your email, get the password reset, take over your email account. Now- Stay woke, y'all. You, the arrangement with the girls is that you keep how much of their money? <laughs> how much can I get? <laughs> and, the, and the girls are uh, what races? You name it. I, I, I prefer not to have uh, black chicks, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I start off that way. So I, I got a good dose of exactly uh, the strain on the game that they can they can give you if they, if they allow you to. But being a black man myself, going to school with them and uh, being around the neighborhood, you, you be real familiar with them, and those are most likely gonna be your first your first chicks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so that's where it started off with. But when I when I got my first piece of snow, man, I was turned out. I was kind of the, the money. The money difference was just too much of a comparison, to even to even think about. And uh, so I, I kind of focused my way there, you know. But uh, what's the problem with the with black girls? Well, Head, headstrong. If you could say that, you could say that word. I, I'm gonna say this, man. I, and and, and their money don't match their problems. You know what I'm saying? The purse don't match their problems, and that'd be the problem. You know what I mean? If I could, if I, you can give me all the problems you want. If I'm making a million dollars out of you, I don't mind. But I'm not gonna deal with so many problems for a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do it. You know? And then it, it, it was just too much for me. You know? And then to be honest, it evolved more into a. Uh, I'm I'm really deep into my, uh, into my culture as well, and I really didn't want to feel like I was bringing more on to my people than they already even went through, you know, and this is just an awakening that I had at some point, you know, in the game as well, you know, and that's, that's a whole other subject that, uh, you know, might want to go into some other time, but it all just made more sense to me because that's what liked me, you know what I mean? I like, I like what liked me too, you know, and, and, and for the most part, you know, uh, white chicks kind of dig me, you know what I mean? And um, I kind of dig them. So, as a pimp, you provide security. You're a money manager. Tell me, tell me what, what you, what you're doing on your end. Uh, be easy to tell you what I don't do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the only thing I, 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 I can't provide for them is a rest haven. Other than that, I mean, you name it. I mean, that's my job. You know what I mean? Because they give me a all. They give me a hundred percent. 
You know, I, why when a chick say, well, can I give you half my money? I said, well, I'm going to give you half my pimping then, you know? And, and when you get down to thinking about it, they're not with that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to they're gonna want 100% of you. And that's why I need 100%. So that and that entails when they need uh, comfort, when they need uh, somebody to talk to, when they need uh, a, a tampon sometimes. They might, you know what I mean? You're going to have to go do it. You know what I mean? If, if, if that's really your chick like that. I mean... I, I, at first, yeah, growing up, I might have had a problem with it in my mindset, but I got past that real quick, you know what I mean? Well, what you need, I'll go get it, if you, you know what I mean? If you're busy or something going on. So there's nothing I won't do, you know? It's it's almost the whole Bonnie and Clyde uh, syndrome thing, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, it's me and you against the world, and, you know, uh, it's whatever. And you also got to realize, these cats these days, these youngsters, man, it, it ain't it ain't really so much how it was back then because back then your chick risked her life for you every night every night you know what i'm saying it wasn't no uh internet where the, he could be tracked and the phone numbers we found the cameras at the hotel might see the guy come in oh nah, man your chick getting in and out of cars at random spots going to random places and if you it, I, I started when it wasn't really everybody having no cell phone so a chick gonna have to go to a pay phone and call you. You might not even have no phone yourself. You gonna have to just ride up and down the stroll until you see her back down. You know what I'm saying? So during those times, yes, a, a, a chick gonna pay you for security and all that. Nowadays, man, a chick just paying you because she wants somebody to to to, uh, to share her lifestyle with, pretty much, you know? So It's almost like a rom- romantic relationship, right? I mean, I, I, that's what I, I see it evolve into a lot, man. It's really hard to find people that find players and pimps, man, that's really, really uh, sticking to it based on the principles of the game, you know what I mean? They they playing on them. They playing on these chicks' uh, mindsets and playing boyfriend and stuff, and that's why you see when these internet sites shut down, it left a lot of uh, uh, prostitutes with nothing to do. They don't know where to go or what to do. And these dudes, they sitting there stumbling, twiddling their thumb, and they don't know what to do. It was easy to just go post the chick and wait for the phone to ring, but you know that can't happen no more. Now they got to think outside the box. They got to figure out, man, okay, she here, she ready to get it, but where I'ma do with it, where I'ma send it to, you know what I mean? And now it's all the old veterans and all the guys that started from way back. See, it's easy for them because they didn't have all this. Even if they was using the computer uh, these days, that was just something they was taking advantage of. But their knowledge was set to where, you know, I could take this chick and put her in front of a a, a a foreign video store. She gonna get money there, or I can take her to this hotel because it's gonna be a big uh, convention this this week in town, and she could walk around downtown and make you know what I'm saying. And they gonna think outside the box because of what's going. Pimp Chronicles. You know, back in the day, I feel like hear me out. Pimping was a hard job because. When it's cold outside, you got to make sure your girl is still up there doing what she's supposed to be doing because she could be hiding. I mean, she could be hiding in somebody's car. I mean, hear me out. Pimping is not easy. If you really were to take the profession seriously, I don't know, you know, but that's what we're ending on today. Um, You guys have an amazing day. I'll be back tomorrow because, you know, why not? Keep keep focused. Keep staying inspired. Keep keep motivated, guys. I'm rooting for y'all. Is it in yet? It's signing out.